is is mayonnaise a news? <laughs> That's what you put in your instrument. Oh, okay. <laughs> Welcome back. This is Small Consolation. I'm your host, uh, Peaches Brittany, and this is your home for, you know, entertainment news and <laughs> fun things that we want to talk about. Um, we're we're a, a man down today, um, which will make my job easier editing. Um, Nick is no longer with us. Um <laughs> Wow, <laughs> he's uh, he's in bed resting because his job um, doesn't know what uh, work life balance means. <laughs> he's been killed by the capitalist machine. <laughs> well, well, I I do want to say that um, he works at a place that. Went in across the street from a cemetery. Oh, so it's tainted. And a apartment complex bit was built right next door to his work. So they literally make it look like you're going to pretty much live at work, <laughs> and then when you keel over, they'll throw you over the street across the street. Sounds about right. Like and and that's that's honestly what it felt like when I worked there. So, <laughs> um. Anyways, so yeah, he'll hopefully be back next week. Um. Rest up, Nick. <laughs> um. Evan, you said you had a, an icebreaker for us. I do. Two weeks in a row. Look at me being productive oh. and stuff. Just call you. Um. Oh, Hans. No. No. <laughs> Hans? I mean, we could call him um, Hans. From what? Frozen. Um, I have never seen Frozen, and I have the, no good, the good guy. J- Jared, you know what I'm talking about? The good guy in Frozen. Who's that? Um, Kristoff. Kristoff. Yeah, you're Kristoff. Hans is the villain. <laughs> Spoiler if you haven't I, seen it, Evan. Well, well, <laughs> oh, well. I know. I, I knew it wasn't Hans. I, that was the only that was the only male name I could remember. <laughs> Nope, it's stuck. I'm calling him Hans. All right, take it away, Hans. <laughs> don't don't get me started on Frozen. I have strong opinions, and they are all negative. <laughs> if you haven't even seen it, you can't even have opinions on it. Yes, I can. And they're all bad. It's it's called having friends with little children who like to let it go too much. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Baby shark. Do 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 do. Baby shark. I will listen to Baby Shark before I listen to Let It Go. What? I am not joking. My nephews were at the age when I would babysit them that Cars was their equivalent of the one they watched over and over. But it doesn't have like that one quintessential song that like everyone wants to sing like let it go but it's also not as good so you know tomato tomato wow which one's not as good 
I I don't think Cars is as good as Frozen, but maybe that's just me. I don't know. I just always mm. thought. I don't know. I always thought the. the I just. Well, we're we're gonna know. have to do a Disney episode one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, we'll have to do two. We'll have to do one just for the Renaissance era because you can't put those in conversation with Ooh, the others. I mean, it's well, not really even the same. Let's have a, a good Disney and a bad Disney episode. Well, that'll be two episodes. We're gonna get hate mail. <laughs> so I can defend how Lion King 2 is actually a good movie and people just need to adjust their expectations. The best I, Lion King movie is Lion King one and a half. Let's just I've only seen that once and I don't remember it because I watched it while I was sick. <laughs> My wife is currently doing a marathon of all the animated movies and I think she's ready for the Aristocats. So she's gone through a lot of the the ones on Disney Plus that now have a um, warning at the beginning that when these came out, there were certain things that were a little more acceptable than they are now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which side one, Warner Brothers did that years before Disney did. So they're a little late to that party. But I guess there's there's been a big meltdown on right wing social media about that, like about Disney being like, hey, when we made, when we made Song of the South this wasn't as we didn't know that this was racist and now we do so we're doing better <laughs> sorry but anyway yes game let's let's go um so i call this one food or fake it's pretty simple Ooh. i will i will give you the name of an item of, of, of a food um, and I'll give you a little description, and then you have to guess if it is a real food item or if it is a food item pulled from uh, video games. Ooh, okay. But okay. more importantly, can it be turned into a cake? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Will it cake? Subscribe to, subscribe to Tyler's OnlyFans page to figure that out. <laughs> That's the sequel. Mm-hmm. Will it cake? <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right, so first item, let's go with an easy one. I'll give you Limbus bread, described as a nutrient-packed loaf of bread that can keep you full for an entire day. Is that real or fake? I, I mean, don't know the reference, so it sounds, but it sounds fake. I, Agreed. I, I'm going to go fake and, for bonus points, is that like the Limbus bread from like Lord of the Rings? Like, is that? <laughs> yes. Nice. Yeah, so yeah, Limbus Bread is fake. It is from Lord of the Rings. And I think it's also in um, the video games as well. Sure. Ah, I wish Uh, that were real. Trivia. (laughs) Right. Point one for Brandon. uh, Now, I will, I'm probably going to plug this channel a lot during the segment, but Binging with Babish on YouTube, he made Limbus Bread or tried to. And he's like, yeah, it's filling, but it also has no taste. It just tastes like flour. See, I feel like that. I think he made a better tasting one. Like whenever I drink, I don't know if you guys have ever had like those meal replacement shakes, like Huel mm-hmm. or Soylent, or like I have this other one that's like an organic thing. But that's exactly what how I feel about that stuff. Like I'll drink that and I'll be like, "Yeah, I didn't really enjoy that all that much." Man, it feels like I've got a brick in my stomach now. <laughs> like, okay, I guess this is just just my life. I'm, I'm whatever. <laughs> Yeah, you have to mix it up with, like, fruit or something, or else it's yeah. clumpy and gross. Yep. Uh, all right, second, speaking of fruit, second item is a wampa fruit. It's a cousin to a mango with a refreshing hit of citrus. Is it real or fake? I know that one. That's fake. 
Um, I mean, fake. Oh, I, I'm a follower. So you're saying fake too? Sure. Yes. It I, is. I, Do you know what big video game it's from? No, I don't. I was gonna say it was true. It's Crash Bandicoot. Yep. Oh. Yep. Oh. So you okay. Crash Bandicoot. I think I think everyone calls them peaches, like when they're referring to them, so no one actually <laughs> says wampa fruit. I've never I'm, called I'm, it peaches. I'm, I'm in the I'm in I'm in the game. I didn't know that. I was gonna say yeah, now but... we're just gonna have to start calling them Britneys. <laughs> <laughs> they do look like your butt. Oh. Right, <laughs> you can insert like the crickets chirping right there. That's <laughs> probably fine. Anyway. <laughs> Alright, next item is a Naruto Maki. It is a cured fish paste served with ramen decorated to resemble Naruto whirlpools. I'm going to say true. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to say real too. I mean, it seems like it'd be real that on That sounds the... that sounds that sounds like a very Japanese thing that they would do. Uh, yeah, it'd be like so on the nose if like they're eating that in the show. Like if it only exists in the show, it's like, "Hey, I'm eating something of me." And they'd be like, "Wow, this guy's a douche. Like he's got like his own food." <laughs> like <laughs> So I'll take the same philosophy as if I'm taking a test I don't know the answers to. I want the answers to be balanced. So since we had two fake ones in a row, I'm just going to go with true. Law of <laughs> averages. Uh, yes, this one is actually real. Um, if, you've seen, nice. if you've seen a play, a bowl of ramen, it's that white disc that has like a pink or red swirl in it. Hmm. Fun. Yep. I thought I didn't know those are real until I was watching some cooking video on YouTube and they actually made them, which is pretty hmm. cool. Uh, next one, lava soup, a spicy tomato soup with crackers on baked on top. Sure, that sounds true. Yeah, I mean, I guess I've never heard it called as such, but those are all real ingredients. So sure, I'll go I will real. say I will say I will say fake then, to, because <laughs> wow, because Brandon hates me. Oh, 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 um, just to be different. Wow. Well, Brandon actually is right. It is fake. It's from uh, the Legend of Zelda: Oracle of Seasons, but <sighs> somebody did make the recipe, and you can Google it. Okay. Actually, so it's it's, it's, from, it's from it's it's from what? Legend of Zelda: Oracle of Seasons. Oh, okay. Because there's a lava something or another that you can make, like a lava pepper or something you could make in in the the new one, the Switch one. Oh yeah, Breath oh of Breath, Breath of the Wild. Wild. Yeah. 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 It's supposed <sighs> to keep you warm while you're keep you from freezing i'll be honest the recipes in that game legitimately make me hungry like and, and i feel <laughs> like that's that's weird because i feel like i don't know probably half of them are made with like rocks and bugs and stuff but i mean it doesn't matter <laughs> they look great <laughs> it's all said and done okay uh next one is jackfruit described as a large member of the fig family that can be cooked and seasoned to mimic pork i think that one's true i think i've heard of that one Man, to mimic pork. Yep, pork. 
See, that honestly Great. makes it seem more real to me because it's just so bizarre that, like, it's. I feel like it's one of those things, like, it has to be true. But I am actually going to go fake as well on this one because I feel like it could be. I don't know. It makes me think of like Jack and Daxter or something. So I'm say, <laughs> can I'm I say spell fake. fake? But can I spell fake but make it look like true if you look at it? No, this is not the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, true. I don't know. I said fake already. But I'm <laughs> oh, I see how it is. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, jackfruit is actually a real fruit. I Damn it. it! I think it grows <laughs> in Southeast Asia. Um, and yeah, you can. It's it smells awful, but yeah, you can cook it and spice it up to where it melts. <sighs> um, I think so, I saw a video and it looked like you can like shred it, and it looked like yes. pulled pork. Yeah, it was probably I. I saw it from a Tabitha Brown video. I think that's where a lot of people were introduced to it because she does a lot of mm. recipes. Have a bite <laughs> of my meat fruit. <laughs> I mean, as long as it tastes good, whatever. Yeah, the, it. I think I've seen them in Walmart, or not Walmart, in uh, <laughs> my local Kroger a handful of times, but there's only okay. like about four or five. There's never that many. Um, hmm. Next one. <laughs> Should have led with this one. Uh, Galler Doodles, a cookie made with an explosive hit of sh- cinnamon sugar and cayenne. I will, I'll go last. <laughs> um, I'm going to guess um, fake because of the first two syllables. <laughs> I'm going to okay. guess fake because I'm pretty sure I've seen them in the game of Destiny. <laughs> so that's, that's why I'm saying fake. I mean, unless... Definitely. I mean... Are, are we counting if it's if it's something you can? I, I guess okay. So the last one, even though somebody had made it later out of real ingredients, mm-hmm. it was still classified as fake. So I am going to stay yeah, with fake. My, yeah, my my discretion was if it is it isn't an item that already existed, or is it a food item that originated from a video game? And someone's like, okay. I'm going to make as close to an approximation as I can of this. Yeah, I'm going to say fake originated in a game. Yep. Yeah, definitely fake with the. Uh... Ava and your little baking winter challenge, but I'm pretty sure Dest- Bungie has released a Destiny cookbook, and I think they're in it. Oh, I didn't know you have that. To double check me. But they still originated in the game. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. No, Galler, Galler doodles are fake, but yeah, someone probably has a real recipe out there. So I that wonder what Galler. What, what do they mean by Galler then? Like Gallerhorn. Oh, okay, that was what it's I a was reference thinking, to like yeah. some like Nordic legend. I can't remember. Ooh. Well, I was thinking for some reason I was thinking of the Galar region in Pokemon. <sighs> oh, nope, definitely Destiny. Well, it was the wrong reason, but I was still right. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's the horn associ- associated with the god Heimdall. So. Oh, that's fun. There you go. Uh, next item is a lava cake. It's a chocolate cake with a molten center. I love eating those, so it is true. Yep, I'm gonna say true also as true. well. Yep, lava cakes are real, and you can get them from Domino's. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> say that's what <laughs> I associate your door. Yeah, dang it, now I want one. See, I... me too. I thought about trying to bake one like early in the pandemic when everyone was doing baking and then mm-hmm. the store was out of flour for like a month. So I was like, yeah. No, <laughs> so you use toilet paper. Got it. 
like it's the 1920s. Yeah, we're just going to put toilet paper in there. Gently used. All right. So this next one is a, it's called a Maladaccio meat pie. It's meat wrapped in a crust and baked until delicious. So never. <laughs> what? Dude, meat pies are the best. Maladaccio pie? Yep. The name is fun. I hope it's true. <sighs> With that description, I have to go false. I think I'm going to go false as well. There's just something about that name that seems vaguely familiar. (laughs) Uh, It is false. That dish is from Final Fantasy XV. But you can wrap meat in crust. It's a a beef wellington. It's very delicious (laughs) if it's done right. And very not delicious if done wrong. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next one. This is called a religieuse. That's, yeah, best as I can pronounce it. It's a pastry pastry made of two smaller pastries stacked on top of each other, made to look like a nun. That's amazing. A nun? A nun. Is that, like, sacrilegious to eat, then? (laughs) Apparently not. (laughs) Oh, he, he told us it's true. I was just going to say someone either made this in the real world or made it in a game, so... I... I just, I want it to be true, so I'm going with true. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know, in... twenty Things have happened in 2020. I really think that that, that could... That's a story that could have happened. <laughs> I made a cake out of pastries that looks like a nun, and then I ate it. Oh, I guess I'll go false, just to be contrarian. <laughs> uh, religious is actually a real dish. Um, they <laughs> bake them in France. Um, they're on. They feature on an episode of the Great British Baking Show. Huh? They're one of. Well, I think they're one of the uh, skill challenges. Like how detailed are these nuns? <laughs> they. When, they're actually, very detailed, Jared. They spent their whole lives t- preparing to become a nun. <laughs> they're not like you don't see like a little face on them, but like when you when they're made right and decorated right, it actually looks like just a little row of nuns in like little white habits. It's it's pretty interesting. Hmm. Uh, let's see. All right. Uh, let's see this one. Jurassic pork ramen, which is described as ramen <laughs> with enough meat to satisfy a T Rex. I'm just going to say real. Yeah, I don't think... I, I mean... This sounds so familiar, though, like I've heard it in a game, but I can't think of what game it would be. Jurassic Park. But it also seems like it could be like at something you get at Universal Studios or something. <laughs> right. That's, that's kind true. of what I'm thinking. I'm, I was kind of thinking that it was true, too. Any game that, that has that in that is probably not witty enough to have that you know, like that's kind of a witty thing, and most games aren't witty about their food like that. So I'm gonna say true. I almost feel like it would be like copyright, like run into, the, like it would have to almost be like a Jurassic Park game. I feel like, and I don't think there's much cooking going on in any Jurassic Park games that I've ever heard. <laughs> Everything's so. raw, eaten, <laughs> all sashimi, T-Rex jerky. Uh, well, unfortunately, you're all wrong. Jurassic Park Ramen is fake, and Jared, it comes from the U.S. version of Chrono Trigger. 
because they had to put it really? in the game to cover up the characters drinking alcohol. So they just made them drink ramen instead. Well, that man, a... that's the game I've never played, so I don't know where really? I thought I heard it. That's that's a fun, huh? That's a fun little trivia tidbit. Yeah, I yeah, I didn't know that either until I looked it up. Huh. Uh, okay, two more. Well, no, three more. Uh, this one, next one's called a Madeline. It's a small pastry made of pound cake shaped like a seashell. That sounds like something also on British Bake Off, so I'm going to say true. True. Hell it. <laughs> We all know Madelines aren't real, uh, but no, I'm gonna say true as well. I don't, I don't know why that would need to be fake necessarily. So, true. Yep, it is true. And their iconic seashell shape comes from the tins they are baked in. Oh, is that those blue cookie things that you don't know if it has cookies or sewing equipment? <laughs> no, but I know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, never mind. <laughs> is that just me? <laughs> Why do I have a six foot ball of thread in my stomach? <laughs> uh, all right, next one is Seven Up Cake. It's a bundt cake with a light texture and a hint of citrus. I think Def- I've heard of this. I'm going to say true. True? Definitely true. I've had that, so it's got to be. Yep, 7-Up Cake is true. My grandma used to make them all. Heads up, 7-Up. Um, and then the last one is a Kaiser turkey, a roasted bird big enough to feed two families. False. False. I also feel like I've seen that in a game, so I'm going to say false. It is false. It's from Monster Hunter World. Yes. Okay. That makes sense. Did I was going to say, there's... Prepare it? There's got to be a <laughs> yeah. Monster Hunter dish on there because, I mean, next to Breath of the Wild, that actually, more so than Breath of the Wild, that game makes me hungry every time I play it. <laughs> like, those cats now, know how to cook. Now, Evan, I'm a little upset that Pow Proof Fruit was not on your list. Where's that from? <laughs> oh, my God. Did you even pay attention to the game? What game? Uh, Kingdom Hearts. Oh, <laughs> that was it, months ago. It's 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 a fruit. Like, it would have been. Yeah, it would have been fun to for you to read off because literally the uh, legend has it that if you share a pow poo fruit, fruit with someone, your destinies become intertwined. <laughs> One of my friends is getting married sometime this year, and they're using that as part of their theme for their wedding. <laughs> Invite me. <laughs> Plus one. Right. Uh, well, that's it. Thanks for playing my food game. I hope you're all hungry now. Um, what do I get for winning? Um, my undying love and affection. But that doesn't put food on my plate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> oh, I can't make that joke. That this is, this is PG-13. We're not we're not rated for that kind of content. You get an endless <laughs> supply of nun cakes. Yeah. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> I started last week's podcast with a four-letter word so <laughs> it doesn't have to be pg-13 <laughs> yeah, we... is this the part where we say fuck <laughs> uh... anyway on to the news yeah um so we had another news break um this past week i guess is the time that everybody decided to talk. <laughs> um, so we have the, there was a Nintendo direct 
there was a specifically a Pokemon showcase or whatever, or direct or whatever they called it. And then there was also a PlayStation direct. Um, and we thought we'd just kind of share our reactions and talk about what we saw. Um, let's go with the start with the Nintendo one. We can get that off the, out of the way quickly. Um, <laughs> oh, can we? He assumes. Jared's, Jared's the only one that watched it. <laughs> I saw it. I didn't even watch it. <laughs> oh, you watched it? You, uh, you yeah, watched it, Tyler? Yeah, I've, yeah, I watched the okay. direct. Well, then Jared can lead the conversation and Tyler can talk about it. <laughs> okay, so I basically just read the summary, um, but I'll try to cover some of the highlights. Um, so Splatoon 3 was announced, um, is coming in 2022. Um, I've never played Splatoon, but it seems like it's been a very popular series. Um, two new Smash Bros. characters. Um Pyra and Mithra. What games are they from? From they're both from Xenoblade. Xenoblade. Okay. Hmm. Chronicles Xenoblade Chronicles. That's the game's called. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I think specifically Xenoblade uh, Xenoblade Chronicles Two was where they, oh, okay. I think, made their appearance. But okay. Could be wrong with that. What else? Um, we were just talking about Monster Hunter, and Monster Hunter Rise is coming to the Switch, nope. and with now it, that's just that's just. The game that's just now being also released on the Switch? No, separate game is my understanding. Okay. Cool. And it's also coming with a new themed Nintendo Switch and Pro Controller. By Nintendo stocks. <laughs> I, I, I'm kind well, of, that's a trend I am, am happy to see from Nintendo is that they're starting to get more themed consoles because I like. PS4 used to have so many different versions, and like I have a Destiny themed one. I think there's a pretty cool God of War one. I think there's a Spider Man one too. Yep. And now that with this Monster Hunter one, and just before this, they released a red and blue like Mario themed one. Mm. I think that's that's pretty cool, especially with the controllers, because unless you get the... like a off brand one like Brandon's, they don't the really Switch have. Switch has a Pokemon one too. Oh, that's Yellow right. For- for Pikachu. Yeah. And it's honestly, I feel like that's so fitting for the Switch because of its, like, just its portable nature and, like, it kind of, I don't know, there's something about it that it kind of, like, harkens back to the days where you'd get freaking decals that you could, like, slap all over your DS <laughs> or whatever. And I don't know, it's just kind of, it, it reminds me of that era of gaming and sort of personalizing your stuff mm-hmm. with swag. So I kind of like that. Swag. Swag. Let's see. Um, there's a new Mario Golf game if you're into the Mario sports franchises. Um, Skyward Sword Legend of Zelda is getting a remake, master, or something for the Switch. Mm-hmm. I think it said HD remaster. Yeah. Yep. Um, this one kind of sounded interesting. Um, Square Enix is doing a tactical RPG. Um, which I have the name pulled up. Project Triangle. Which I have, strategy. yeah. There's What is it? Project Triangle Strategy? Is that what it is? Yeah, like strategy is in the name. It's literally, yeah, Project okay, Triangle Strategy. Which, yeah. <laughs> which... But the trailer for it looked kind of fun. And there's a demo mm-hmm. out now, so you can try it out. Hmm. Um, I, although I wish Square Enix didn't have their hands in so many pots and they could give more love to 
um, Crystal Dynamics and help the Avengers game actually do something worthwhile. But that's another point. <laughs> for another time. It's for another episode. Um, so a whole bunch of games have been announced for the Switch as they're kind of expanding. Um, Fall Guys is coming. Um, Outer Wilds, which I know is a Tyler favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there was another one. And I don't know where it went. So great content. Okay, cool. Oh, um, Apex. Skyblock City. I don't know what that one is. And there's also the Legend of Mana remaster, I think. Maybe you mentioned that, but that was another I did one not because I don't know what that is. <laughs> Skyblock City? Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think that was in there somewhere. Did you watch the you tra- did you watch the PlayStation Direct? You're talking about Knockout City? Knockout City. Yeah, yeah, Knockout like City. Dodge Brawl. Game. What did I say? Skyblock. Sky. Which oh. I, I don't. Yeah, I was like, mm, okay. Um, as someone bought the digital copy of Hades, I was kind of bummed to hear that <sighs> they're not releasing a physical copy for the Switch. Oh my gosh, you got Hades. I, I did, and it's really fun so far. Yeah, yeah, I totally got that too. We can we can talk about that because oh my gosh, that game is amazing. And actually, I just got a survey from Nintendo. They're like, can you tell us about the game? And I was like, sure. And they're like, what do you like about it? And I was like, "Um, the art style is stunning. The gameplay loop is super satisfying. And the mechanics are easy to learn, but challenging to master. So it's kind of fun for everyone. So, And honestly, even I... I even thought like one of the standouts for me was, and Nick had kind of alluded to it, but really the writing for the characters. Like I honestly felt super invested in, in getting Zagreus out of like hell. I was like, damn it. I'm going to get him out of hell and get him to see his mom. And like, uh, I don't know. Really heartwarming. Yeah. I, I have gone. Uh, basically, I keep getting to the point now where I keep dying at, um, what's her name, Meg something? Oh, Megara, yeah. Yeah, and I keep getting to her, and I'm either like already low health by the time I get to her, and so like I can survive for a long enough, but then I eventually end up dying. And so that's kind of like my first Roblox I got to get through, but yeah, yeah I she's... really enjoyed that game. Yeah, she's one of the first big like like she's honestly, in my opinion, she's tougher than the next boss to come. But uh, yeah, you'll have you'll have some more things, more surprises in store for you. So yeah, highly recommend to anyone. Um, <laughs> Unfortunately, if only everything else that you mentioned was as good as Hades, because ultimately I thought that <laughs> Nintendo Direct was a little bit underwhelming. I don't know there. Like some people were just like blasting it, and the, like like Donkey did a whole video basically making a joke out of how big of a dump it took on his day, basically because it <laughs> like they didn't announce anything that was at all what he was interested in. Like, and even to just like give you an extra kick in the balls, they like they mentioned Zelda Breath of the Wild too, and it's only at the end of the the direct, and they come out and they're like. Oh, we have no news at this time. Basically, like wow. <laughs> news is there's no news. Like, and he was just like he was basically like like fuck you, and then he just like closed the video. Like, yeah, it did seem like it was a lot of like smaller, less known titles or games that are already popular on other consoles finally coming to the Switch, mm-hmm. and then just. Yeah, a couple of small things from IPs that are popular, like 
there's a new combat arena game in the Star Wars universe, which is free to play multiplayer. Could be fun. Could just be whatever. Um, Mario themed items coming to Animal Crossing. But yeah, for the most part, it was just like just kind of add ons of stuff that we already knew about. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot, a lot of remakes, a lot of remasters, particularly RPG heavy. But out of all of it, I am probably most excited for uh, Monster Hunter Rise because that's going to be like that's a killer app for the Switch because it's just it's so popular, especially outside of the U.S. And honestly, I loved Monster Hunter World. I'm glad that, like I said, as far as I know and from everything I've seen, it's going to be its own game made for the Switch as opposed to just being a port of World, which I think is the right Mm. call to make because I'm ready for like a new game and one designed specifically for the Switch. So, yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic for that and definitely want to check it out. But if you're a Splatoon fan, then you're good. (laughs) So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool. Uh, well, let's move straight to the Pokemon one. Um, you know, Nintendo Pokemon, same Simpsons. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Hashtag stroke. Sorry. Um, uh, let's move to the Pokemon one. Um, so they started out. Um, I guess this is a conversation I'm going to have with Tyler. Uh, did you watch it, Tyler? I, I didn't. I didn't see that one, honestly. Cool. So I'm not going to be able to. So help you much on they. This it's actually pretty cool. Um, you. It's only like 20, 30 minutes long. You should go watch it. Okay. Uh, they started out talking about like they showed literally everything in order of their release date. So when the anime came out, when the Pokemon games came out, when the you know different card game types came out, when I mean all of it's in in like chronological order oh because this is the 25th anniversary right yeah it was the 25th anniversary thing so they kind of you know do a little like you know timeline thing it was pretty cool it was really well done um then they start with uh which i think nick had talked about before or alluded to maybe there was a previous announcement or something or a leak but diamond and pearl are getting remakes on this for the switch uh i think it's um like dazzling diamond and gleaming pearl or gleaming diamond and dazzling pearl or something <laughs> like that. Like, um, but you know, they had to have some special name cause they've been re, re they've been redone kind of like the fire red and soul silver or fire. Yeah. Those two types of those two gens. They're really diamond and shining pearl. So, yeah. Something like that. So, um, they're, they're redoing that. Um, and, uh, they showed an in-depth look of um, Pokemon Snap that comes out on April 30. Um, looks really, really pretty. Really, really cool. Really good looking game. And then they came out with um, which what Nick did allude to or talk about. Sorry. Um, then they came out with something else that Nick did talk about on our group chat. How you might have seen it. Uh, he said that uh, Pokemon changes their formula after 25 years. Yeah, I remember mentioning something about that. Um, they came out with a game called, or they announced a game called um, Pokemon Legends Arceus. And what this is, is it's the Sinnoh region before they really had a lot of 
towns and stuff there. So it's before any of the gyms were built, any of the towns were built that you normally used to go to. Um, and you're sort of in like a little settlement. Um, I don't know if it's considered like the first settlement or the only settlement, but you're sort of in a, I don't know, just a camp with tents. Well, not tents, but um, I mean, there's small houses. They look very primitive. Um, and you get to pick um, Cyndaquil. Um, oh, my God. Why am I blanking on their names? Um, Oshawott or um, Rowlet. It's not like over 500 Pokemon now that you have to remember. <laughs> um, it's like 800, actually. Oh, um, it's it's actually over a thousand if you can if you count the Dynamaxes and uh, Mega Evolutions. Well, actually, well, um, actually. <laughs> but um, yeah, so it's it's those three. So it's not actually like the Sinnoh starters. Um, which I thought was interesting and super stoked about because Cyndaquil is one of my favorite all-time all favorite Pokemon. But um, you actually throw Pokeballs at Pokemon. Like, you don't battle them, weaken them in battle, and there's not, like, a change. You know how, like, when you start a Pokemon battle, um, uh, okay. the screen changes and then there's a menu? Like, mm -hmm. it, it looks like it's all real-time you actually can you you crouch and can sneak um there's tall grass you can you can hide in and you kind of try to come up behind pokemon and you know and basically you know there's like a stealth version to it um okay or there's a there's a stealth mechanic to it and so it sounds looks... like they're they're laying the groundwork for the pokemon uh survival horror game that we all know uh was coming <laughs> uh <laughs> you know the Ratataz, they're all rabid. Oh god. <laughs> AK it's open world. Yeah. Yeah, open world and I mean I'm stoked. That's coming out in 2022, early 2022. Yeah, that'll be worth checking out for sure. Mm -hmm. Um the Sino, I'm sorry. Um Diamond and Pearl are coming out in late 2021. So we're going to have um all the Pokemon you can handle. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, you can't. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little surprised, to be honest, that they didn't say anything about Pokemon Unite. Oh, um, yeah. Because we've really heard very little about it. Um, When's it coming out? Well, they're in beta right now. So, I, you know, soon, this year, would be my guess. Unless they're having like a really long beta or they're planning on, I mean, it's not even an alpha. It's ba like, like it's, you know, I'm guessing, you know, mid year, summer, fall. I don't know. Hmm. But I mean, the beta is going on right now, I think in like Canada or something. Oh, in March. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's starting in March. The Canada beta and it's for Android smartphone users only. Uh, that might be why so, it's not. Maybe it hasn't been receiving as much publicity because of that. It's just limited, I guess. Console releases. I want it now. <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. Let's just move right along. Um. Unless you have other things to talk about, Tyler. I, 
like I said, I'm definitely going to have to check out some of those videos. I saw a lot of stuff that you guys had posted in the group chat, so some news, some news dumps for me to check out for sure, but that's about all I've got. Fantastic. Um, PlayStation Direct. Jared, go. Oh, I didn't watch this one. I didn't even read about this oh, one. God, <laughs> state of play. What's PlayStation? <laughs> uh, okay, Evan, go developer. ahead. Yeah, yeah. Me, me, and me, and you will talk about it, Evan. <laughs> we do so, news here. Hey, here at Small Constellation, we're going to talk about things we didn't actually re- uh, plan for. <laughs> is, is mayonnaise a news? <laughs> Yes, and that's what you put in your instrument. Oh, Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Uh, so state of play, uh, just to address the elephant that's not in the room, they did not say anything about more PS5 consoles coming. Those bastards. (sighs) But we will talk about that later. Um, So they opened with um, Crash Bandicoot 4 on the PS5, just... 4K updates and 60 frames per second, which looked very pretty. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I can agree. And improved haptics. Um, I think they said, making sure I'm not pulling from another thing on here. Yeah, they will improved haptics to kind of give you a better um, feel and then also 3D audio. So, those Ooh. of you lucky enough to have a PS5, look out for that. <laughs> 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 and your, uh, if you have the game on PS4, your saves will port to the um, So there's that. But 3D audio, I don't think is going to work for very, very well for people with one ear. So, <laughs> Yeah. This is also true. Uh, and then next was Returnal, which is that game that they previewed. Uh, what was it in August? Was the last state of play? Or and, and I wouldn't even call it a preview. They just sort of announced it. Yeah, like uh, they told us nothing about it. Yeah, you got some gameplay footage, but that was about it. Um, basically, they gave a little bit more story info. Like your your character is an astronaut who was drawn to this planet by an alien signal, and then you crash. Um, and then so you you know play through the world and there's like some there's some mystery to unlock but if you die everything resets and everything rearranges so then you have to like you know be prepared to handle different challenges than what you just did five minutes mm-hmm. ago um looking at so, the yeah image, it looks very mass effect ish for those that have played that mm. game so that's what you're in for nice but yeah like the map the the map changes so the things on the map change and then if you find that location again the enemies and the amount and like the difficulty of those enemies in that area will change as well. So pretty much a new game. If you die, gotta love dynamic features like that in games. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sure in about, you know, six months after it's released, they'll tell you, well, if you get this, you need to die three times and then there won't be any enemies there at all. And you'll get like this free item for free. You know, like there'll be people that have figured out the, the system by then. Oh yeah, probably. Um, and they did give us a release date, which is April thirtieth, uh, twenty twenty one. So be on the lookout if that's what you're up for. I'll be busy playing Pokemon Snap. <laughs> um, next was Knockout City. That that one of the games that they previewed. That was one that I really was excited about. Um, yeah, that looks really fun. Um, Fortnite meets dodgeball. 
Yeah, three v three. So it's it's like teams and and there, there's like a free for all, but then there's also like a teams. Yes. And I thought it was pretty cool. They have uh, a feature where you know if you're caught without a ball and one of your teammates is there, you can one of you can turn into a ball and your teammate can throw you at an enemy to to tag them out. <laughs> Be what if the you get ball. caught? What? Like in dodgeball, if you catch the ball, the person who threw it is out. So what if you catch the person? Oh, is um, both people so out? It looks like if you catch, you, I think they took that out. Um, but if you if like someone throws a ball at you and you catch it, um, it gives it a charge. So then you can throw it back at them and it'll do extra damage or maybe an AOE or something. Um, That's cool. But yeah, catching the, catching the ball does have benefits. Um, and then there are also things like sniper balls that can, you know, hit someone from across the level. Um, and then they have like, you know, fast travel tubes that can zip you from one section to another and you, know, you can drop behind enemies. And a fake throw so you can uh, mess with the enemy's timing so they can't catch your ball. Yes. After all, and, don't uh, want just anyone handling your balls. So. <laughs> <laughs> And there, there is a crossplay beta open. I don't remember the site they put up to how to get to it, but if you just it's on Steam. Um, yep. The the beta, like as soon as I saw it, I went to it, went to the site, and it's already closed because they had too many uh, people sign up for it. <laughs> but I think maybe, but it took me to a Steam site, so I wonder if you can still do it on the computer. I don't know. Mm. Okay. Um, but yeah, that looks fun. Hopefully it comes out on the... Con- well, it's obviously going to come out on the console because it was on PlayStation. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm excited to play that one. Yeah, I... I mean, I like if nothing else, like I, I, I mean, I need to do some more looking into Knockout City specifically, but I feel like the world is definitely prime. Skyblock City. <laughs> well, that too. I mean, you know, while we're at it, let's instead of balls, it's blocked, you know. But but no, I feel like the world is primed for uh, like with the rise of kind of like esports and things of that nature. Like, I'm happy to see more games that are kind of in and of themselves new and kind of fun takes on sports showing up which i never really thought that would be you know my my hot take on on games like this but like that's kind of the point i'm at where it's like i i kind of just like seeing what like wacky new sports like people will come up with in the realm of games and kind of competitive multiplayer so i've been enjoying watching stuff like that so that's cool um next um there was a game they previewed a game called sifu we didn't get a lot in terms of story or how it's going to work it just it basically looks like john wick as a video game minus the <laughs> guns I don't, I don't think i saw any weapons it was all like kung fu and hand to hand and i will say so i just took a look at that and one thing that really stands out to me is that was made by the team that did the game called absolver which um, it was one that I never personally picked up, but as a fan of kind of like fighting games and games that feature like interesting hand-to-hand combat mechanics, that like Absolver always stood out to me like for its combat system. Like I heard some things about like, eh, it's kind of like a little bit wonky online and I wasn't crazy about the way it handled multiplayer necessary. It kind of had like, I want to say almost like a Journey-esque style multiplayer but obviously like way more aggressive because like the the people that you would run into like you would then get into a, like a, an instantaneous like battle with them um 
and I heard there was like some networking stuff that kind of held it back a little bit. So I, I never tried it out myself, but I will say the combat system was one of the most interesting designs I'd ever seen because of how much like flexibility it offered in tailoring your move set for like, you know, if your opponent uses this super high roundhouse kick, you know, you might have this really low, quick gut punch in your arsenal um, that you've kind of customized that can help you counter that. So it really looked like it came closer to capturing kind of the mind games of actual fighting a little bit more than a lot of other systems I'd seen. So I will definitely take a look at Sifu. I'm. I feel like that company has a good future, so that'll be kind of cool. Well, there we go. Yep, I I, I kind of want to check it out too. I'm, I'd love some more story info, but mm-hmm. we'll see. Do they have a release date, or is it pretty early? Uh, it's still early. I don't think they gave a release date. Um, I don't even think there was any like voice acting in it either. I think it was just a lot of clips, and you it was told in a way that you could kind of piece together a story, but there wasn't a whole lot. Yeah, and I know that studio is like pretty small. I feel like so. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm curious to see just how like polished it is. Like you said, it may not have some of the traditional like amount of well traditional storytelling and voice acting and things some people may be used to. So have to see. Yes. Yep. 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 Um, next was Solar Ash. Um, which I think they that was also um, talked about a little bit the last state of play. Um, it reminded me a lot of that game. I'm blanking on it now. Brandon, you said you just got it the the Archer game. Oh, um, the Pathless. Yeah, it looks a lot like Pathless in that. The Pathless. Yes. <laughs> in that, like, <laughs> you have to like collect little orbs. Like they called it. They said this is a game about movement, and they showed how you know like the the character kind of moves through the environment collecting these little orb things and there's like points where you can grab on and sling yourself across the environment or something like that um it looks pretty good um it kind of it's kind of it kind of gave me like journey-esque vibes and that the story is yeah. really simple but it's very beautiful um Ooh. but of course unlike journey you actually have some combat um like you have to fight these big things called sentinels which are also stone dragons so there's another journey um to progress through the story but they did give us a release date of sometime later this year for the ps4 and 5 so i'm immediately hyped for this because i just noticed that the like i saw that uh heart machine was involved with it i was like dang that's that company sounds so familiar like what's that and i realized it was the uh yeah so the the creative director of heart machine was um the guy behind hyper light drifter which was i don't know if i think i'm sure nick mentioned that he'd played that at one point but there was yeah there was just a really cool story behind that game it was kind of like this top down shooter kind of like i mean kind of like enter the gungeon or something like that um but it was just packed with a bunch of like literally heart um because it was about this guy's struggle um overcoming a heart condition and it was all told in like a really beautiful, like symbolic way throughout the game. And just had this really cool, like synth pop, 
if, if like the musical genre, but if it were an art style, like that was, that was basically uh, the look of the game. Lots of kind of like those neon blues and pinks, which it looks like Solar Ash has kind of uh, continued that trend. But yeah, I'm hmm. that's cool. I'm excited to see something new from that guy because yeah, Hyperlight Drifter had just a ton of soul to it. It looked fun, Brandon. Did you did you watch it at all? What did you think? Um, that game specifically, or just yeah, overall? That um, that game. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yes, I watched it. Um, you know, I think that'd be a, a game that will probably fit in the. It would be fun to play, but probably would just sit in my backlog <laughs> forever. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of other games that I've been kind of excited to play, um, and I'm actually trying to get through most of my backlog. And now that I do have a PS5, um, I spoilers. Have bigger, <laughs> I have a bigger backlog of things that I now have available to me because some of the games that I was wanting to play were available on only PS5 for the um, like PlayStation Plus games. So. I yeah, that's a game that I probably just won't get to anytime ever. <laughs> yeah, I could I could see it being a game that's like whenever I clear up my backlog. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of which, I just have Assassin's Creed Odyssey to get through now. Then my backlog is clear. That is a good one. Lies. <laughs> I just bought Valhalla to add to my backlog. So. <laughs> nice. Yay. <laughs> Yay. PS5, yeah. right, Jared? Because uh, I bet you're going <laughs> to yes. think that game looks stunning. Because I will say it kind of blew my mind a bit on PC. I'm so. a little I'm a little bummed now, though, because when I bought Odyssey and um, Origins on sale, mm-hmm. I just got them digitally. And since I've had like every Assassin's Creed game physical copy before then, I'm like, Damn it, I'm gonna have to buy Origins and Odyssey again just for the physical, <laughs> just so they can sit on the shelf with the rest of the series. <laughs> My man, that's that's how you collect right there. Yeah, just, like, go to GameStop and give me a used game. I don't care. <laughs> I don't even think the disc. In it. <laughs> right, I'll, I'll pay you five bucks just for the case. Yep. Oh gosh, I, I feel that pain. Yep. Um, uh, so Evan, I- would you like to continue? Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. We're almost, we're almost towards the end. Um, so after Solar Ash was five night at five nights at Freddy's security breach, and all I wrote in my notes was hard nope on that one. Um, <laughs> believe it or not, I was able to get through that. Like maybe they were trying to not make it too terribly scary looking, so that people that you know could continue watching it. It didn't. I don't look, believe it, Brandon. <laughs> it didn't look all that scary. Like I, I, five, I've I've watched other people play Five Nights at Freddy's like on the computer and stuff, and it's mm-hmm. a scary game. That particular one did not look as scary as the other ones were. That's what I. That's that was. That's my take from the trailer. No, I'm not going to play it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean we can't film that and as like video content for our channel? <laughs> it would be entertaining, yeah. I'm sure. Speaking of that, going through my backlog, we have I have Outlast Two, 
And I was like, yes. if we're going to just go crazy with someone who doesn't like to play scary games, like, we could just do that and just, it'd be gold. <laughs> wow. Um, so after Five Nights was Oddworld Soulstorm. Um, Brandon, were you, I think you were the one kind of talking about that game, weren't you? Yeah. So when, you know, I, I don't know, back last year before they actually even, like when they were talking about yeah maybe yeah maybe august or whatever when we were kind of getting ready and getting hyped for the ps5 drop in november haha <laughs> um that was one of the games that they talked about was coming to playstation was this the new odd world game and i had never heard of odd world before like i didn't know that that existed right and i remember all of us we talked about how we're like yeah it doesn't really look like our cup of tea um they actually showed extensive gameplay and this time, uh, you know, a couple days ago, and they talked about the game and how you would progress and these sorts of things. It looks really fun. It really does. I my 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 mindset on the game has pretty much done a real a, a whole 180. Um, I would be willing to give it a try. I would I would play this game. Sweet. Yeah, Noted. I didn't see a little approval. <laughs> I'd heard of Oddworld, but I think when the first one came out, I was a little too young for it, and I just never yeah. went back and played it. But yep, that's it exactly like, what I, I was in. I didn't know about like the the you could possess enemies and use them to solve puzzles like that. That part, yeah, kind of cool. It it reminded me of a much more mature Pikmin. Mm-hmm. Um, watching it, yeah. Um, oh, and they gave us a release date of April six, which is just you know just a little over two months away. And let's see. Next was Kina Bridge of Soul, or sorry, Bridge of Spirits, but and it is Kina. We weren't sure exactly how. Uh, I think Jared was the big proponent on Kenna, and I mean, I had no way of knowing whether it was what you know what it was or wasn't. Um, <laughs> but the the announcers did come on and they talked about it and they did pronounce it Kina. Okay. Good to know. Well, at least they didn't call it like Kina or something. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> and now um, we have Cayenne. Um... <laughs> Kina. Sidebar: I accidentally gave. I someone asked me for a recipe, and I just texted it to them instead of copy pasting. And I told them to use two tablespoons of cayenne instead of two tablespoons of paprika. And those <laughs> are two spices that are not interchangeable. They but look they're similar, they're but they are not. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I'm glad I caught it because I would have burned his mouth <laughs> I am actually going to do a 180 on this one as well so uh, from the same two videos um, that I talked about with Oddworld back in like August or whatever to this past one my my thoughts on it have flipped so I thought Kina looked really fun and really interesting and after seeing this most recent one, I'm going to have to see more gameplay before I actually decide that I want to try it. Hmm, I'm going to have to learn really? more about it. Yeah, it it, it 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 looks pretty like it looks like it could be a fun game, you know, um, but the purpose of the game, you know, like the what you do in it uh, and why and all that kind of stuff, it looks different than what I was thinking it would be. And now I just am going to have to reevaluate if that's the kind of game that I want to play. 
Was it in the our chat, or did I see this on Twitter? Someone said that it's actually kind of pretty short, and that like you'll probably finish it in like a weekend. Uh, Which Twitter. I, yeah, it must have been Twitter. So I guess I mean that's good if you're have long backlogs and you're really excited for it still you can knock it out really quickly but i did see that's for pre-order and it's only 40 bucks so it sounds like it should be a smaller game yeah Hmm. yeah it's just these days it's just i I mean it's weird because like on the one hand i'm a proponent of games that respect your time like i don't want a lot of bloat in my games but i will say it's just kind of hard sometimes to justify justify paying full price for a game that is one of those that like you know you can complete it in a couple extended gameplay sessions it's just like and then you compare that to you know some of the big open world games it's just like oh i can get 100 hours out of this it's like I, that value for money thing is is still an issue but yeah it sounds like they have you know by lowering that price a bit it sounds like they know what they're doing evan are you going chronologically on announcements or do yes. you have a okay I was just going down the list. I kind of was wondering if you had were saving your favorite for last. No, I think Deathloop was last. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah. Or the was the Final Fantasy remake last? Oh no. yeah, no, the Final Fantasy probably, remake was yeah, last, remake, but I but... didn't write anything about it. <laughs> I just I don't like Final Fantasy games. I've never been able to get into them. I don't know why. I'm if you the like the game, way. it's gonna be fancy in HD and for the PS5. Um, yeah. Yes. And, but they're adding, they're adding another, um, like a, a, an extra chapter. Um, and they announced that if yeah. you have the PS4, it'll port over the PS5 for free. Um, and they're adding another like DLC to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you are a proponent of that, um, the episode will feature Yuffie, which is one of the characters. Um, I've really wanted to play Final Fantasy VII um, because most of those characters are in Kingdom Hearts. Um, mm-hmm. And so I've just kind of thought it'd be kind of cool to see kind of their origin games and whatnot. But um, yeah, that's just a kind of a, a game that I haven't added to my backlog yet. Plus, honestly, I bet it would look fantastic on the PS5. Like, I mm-hmm. that might be worth it. It looks really long. pretty. Yeah. But Deathloop. Deathloop. <laughs> we, they didn't really announce a whole lot. I think this one, it was um, showing one of the, like, one of the assassination missions of one of the people you have to kill to break the loop. Um, mm-hmm. It just showed you kind of, like, how you can go about doing it. And it showcased that... Um, it, show, it showed off an active camo power um, as well as a short-range teleportation. Um, I think it looked like it, looked like it, was, an, it was another like weapon or something you could equip. Um, but, you know, it was good. I've, I've been hyped up for Deathloop ever since it came out. Um, and I liked that they showed in this one, it looks like you and the, the, the woman that's actively hunting, like you're going to have like an active, um, like hero villain role it's not just going to be like oh this person's off in the distance and you just kind of she'll pop up every now and then it sounds like you two are going to be actively pursuing one another which Hmm. that sounds cool i like i like an active villain Uh, yeah i was gonna say i get really strong like old-fashioned like 
spy versus spy or kind of like 70s yeah. spy thriller vibes from this which is like first of Mr. all that's like, smith <laughs> yeah i feel like that's a really underserved like just genre and theme for games so that's exciting and then on top of that like i mean it's arcane studios like that's pretty much i won't like i never want to just be like on principle like that's you know that's a day one purchase for me but it's like i there hasn't been an arcane studios game that i've played where i have been disappointed like all of them have really inventive level design and locomotion and all kinds of crazy gadgets and tools and like oh man dishonored the Dishonored series is just so phenomenal. So, really excited for that one. Uh, do we? I don't know if we have a release date for that one yet. Deathloop? Yeah. Uh, May 21st, 2021. Oh, okay. So, not that far away. Nope. But yeah, we talked about Final Fantasy, so I think that's it. I don't think I skipped anything besides Final Fantasy. I was wa- I was looking at a list while you were talking. I don't think you skipped anything either. Sweet. Tell us, listeners, if we skipped anything. <laughs> <laughs> Hit us up on our socials, which Jared will give you right now. Yes, uh, Facebook, Small Constellation <laughs> Podcast. Um, YouTube, Small Constellation Gaming. And since this weekend is... The 25th anniversary of Pokemon and Pokemon Day. Go to our Twitter at SmallConPod and tell us who your starter Pokemon was and the first games that released. Bulbasaur, hashtag for the win. Squirtle. Uh, no, Tyler. Uh, uh, what? Yeah, Tyler. Bulbasaur. Who was your first starter? Oh, my Pokemon. first starter, Char- Charmander. Charmander was my first starter, actually. There we go. We got the trifecta right there. Um, and yeah, Jared go, go to zero. Go, go to Twitter and tell everyone why you think I'm right. Why why you know I'm right with Bulbasaur. I mean, Bulbasaur is definitely the strongest, but but I did go with Charmander first. I and think. then Jared, who runs the Twitter account, will be like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yep, yeah, that's it. Is mayonnaise the news? <laughs> <laughs> Is mayonnaise a credible news source with peer-reviewed data? Well, the onion yes. is. So, and Wikipedia. Nah. Wikipedia is more trustworthy than Fox News, so there's that. <laughs> Shots fired.